We are in a, an economic crisis right now for many. For quite a few, they're doing very well. We have a K recovery. Amazon is selling like bonkers. Bezos has doubled his, his wealth. A lot of these wealthy people are doing fine because all the little businesses have had to shut down and the big guys took over. They found forms to make money on your misery. And that's what in a capitalist society like we have today. But anyhow... Um, we are going through budgeting right now where we're trying to get a, a stimulus pass, a recovery-type bill passed. Uh, President Biden is working on that right now. The problem is we're not getting Republican support because Republican wants to put their tenets in there. They want to make it smaller just so that it's smaller. Of course, when it is time to give the big tax cuts, bigger is better because somehow they're going to pay for themselves even as history and science has told us that that will not happen, that cannot happen, that's just not how economies work. Anyhow, this article is titled, uh, Why? Why has, uh, let's see, Why are Republicans president so bad for the economy? And it's subtitled, GDP, jobs, and other indicators have all risen faster under Democrats for nearly the past century. The second paragraph is probative. It says, it's true about almost any major indicator, gross domestic product, employment, incomes, productivity, even stock prices. It's true if you examine only the precise period when a president is in office or instead assume that a president's policies affect the economy only after a lag and don't start his economic clock until months after it takes office. The gap holds almost regardless of how you define success. Two economic professors at Princeton, Alan Blinder and Mark Watson, write they describe it as startlingly large. And if you want to see it graphically, what we have here, it says that if you look at the top six presidents, the economy of the, 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 G, the annual growth rate for the top six presidents are Democrats. And only Obama fall under that a, a between three presidents, Nixon, Reagan, and Ford. And that was because of the catastrophe that he had coming into the office. But the article continues and it said, and, and it points out something important. Since 1933, the economy has grown at an annual average rate of 4.6% under Democrats and under 2.4% under Republicans. In other words, Democrats grow the economy almost twice as fast as Republicans. You'd want to think that a history is probative and you'd want to follow the policies of the people who constantly, of that president who constantly have that sort of an outcome. The average income of Americans would be more than double its current level if the economy had somehow grown at the democratic rate for all the past nine decades. If anything, that period, which is based on data availability, is too kind to Republicans. It should have been a lot worse if we had full data because it excludes the portion of the depression that happened under Herbert Hoover's watch. Probative. The six presidents who have presided over the fastest job growth have all been Democrats. They are Roosevelt, Johnson, Carter, Truman, Kennedy, and Clinton. I want you to think about this. Everybody used to like to talk about the Reagan miracle, how great he did for the economy. Clinton's economy beat Reagan's economy. But somehow, because he had his picadillos, uh, somehow Reagan had this mystique. And of course, uh, uh, Republicans are much better marketers. 
they were able to market for people to believe that Reagan was this great guy. Even Nixon beat Reagan. But you'd never know. Reagan had that mystique. But anyhow, the six presidents who have presided over the fastest growing markets have all been Democrats. As you can see above, that's the, the graphs up there. The four presidents who have presided over the slowest growth have all been Republicans. Trump, Bush 1, Bush 2, and Eisenhower. What's funny is Trump is negative. So Trump blew away the economy with his incompetence, with the way he handled the coronavirus and all the other issues. He, uh, he is, in fact, turning out to be the worst president America has ever seen, both economically and morally. So it, it turns out economically, morally, and ethically is what I should say. So it's turning out that America made the right choice this time, but we almost didn't based on this electoral college that is a fraud to American people. Anyway, so what are the theories? First, it is worth rejecting, according to the article, it is worth rejecting a few unlikely possibilities. Congressional control is not the answer. The pattern holds regardless of which party is running Congress. Deficit spending also does not explain the gap. It is not the case that Democrats... Uh, it's not the case that Democrats juice the economy by spending money and then leave Republicans to clean up the mess. The converse is actually true. Ask about what happened after Reagan. Asked about what happened under Bush too. They've cratered economies, and it's always the Democrats building it back up. Again, the, the numbers are probative. That leaves one broad possibility with a good amount of supporting evidence. Democrats have been more willing to heed economic and historical lessons about what policies actually strengthen the economy, while Republicans have often clung to theories that they want to believe, like the supposedly magical powers of tax cuts and deregulations. Democrats, in short, have been more pragmatic. They understand the speed of money. If I put money in the hands of those who have the least, what happens is they spend it right away. And spending money does what? It creates circulation in the economy. Economic activity is a circulation of money and thus far a better economy. You give the money to the top, they trickle down some, ah, let's see, maybe I'll build a factory that employ a few people. But if there's, if we don't know where the demand is, well, we can't build a factory till the demand comes. But if the people don't have money, the demand never comes. And that's why, it, that, it, that, I mean, it doesn't take rocket science to understand this. Uh, economists have to look at more numbers in detail so they can give you an exact answer. But you can also look in the aggregate. You can actually postulate what you see based on activity. Now, uh, Democrats have also been more aggressive about job-creating investment. You'll see them talk about, let's do something to create jobs. The, the Republicans always let the private sector take care of creating jobs at their will. In other words, they're not working in public interest. They're working in the, the private sector works in the interest of profit. There's nothing wrong with that. But if we're looking at for society, we want to look in the interest of society, which means the government attempts to do whatever is necessary to juice into, into the system a, a, a reality that creates jobs. Now, uh, so that, that explains, and that, that is one explanation as well. For most of the part of Republican economic policy since 1980 has, in, has surrounded one policy, large tax cuts under the false premise that it'll pay for themselves. Inasmuch as every single big tax cut has resulted in larger deficits and less economic activity. Here's the bottom line. An article like this is something that many of us have known implicitly for quite a while. 
but in these times where we are fighting against uh, a, a party that simply doesn't want to invest in the American people, a party that simply wants to give us a third of what, uh, what President Biden is asking for to ensure this economy comes back, uh, understanding that it needs a, a big input of capital to get it working. Money's in people's hands. Uh, support for businesses, small businesses that are failing. We need those things. In these times when we know there's a party that have made the, the necessary policies to lift up an economy, why aren't we talking about this in the media, in the mainstream media? Americans need to know this. You would not be able to convince a Republican that their policies have actually hurt most of their own people. But just putting the data out there and putting it in mass, putting it all the time, that's one thing Republicans know how to do. Repeat, 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 and their fallacies become reality. Well, uh, I think progressives, Democrats need to repeat, 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 so that the real truth become the reality of those who have a hard time breaking away from a false reality. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.